Game Changer, Episode 5, Winning the Recruiting Game with Zeev Eliraz of Zao. Welcome to Game Changer, a series on using gamification to engage employees. Join us as industry experts discuss one of the hottest trends in business today. Using game thinking to engage employees in work, wellness, recruiting, and more. This is a special podcast series by the producers of the top-rated podcast, The Engaging Leader. And now, with nearly 20 years of experience helping engage hundreds of thousands of employees at Fortune 500 companies and other organizations, here's your host, Jesse Leahy. Welcome to the show, Game Changers. This is the show for CEOs, HR executives, and other business leaders to learn about internal gamification. Over the course of this series, you'll hear examples and pitfalls, discover how to assess when it's an appropriate strategy, and learn to evaluate gamification partners and game design ideas. Zeev Eliraz is the CEO of Zao, an online platform for gamification-based employee recruiting. Zao has been called the first employee referral solution that intelligently leverages multiple social networks to help you find the best candidates for your company. Zeev, welcome to Game Changer. Thanks, Jesse. Good to be here. Zeev, what is your personal history and, and how did your company come to be? I, I don't actually come from HR, right? I'm, I've been in the, uh, in the startup world for over 16 years in different companies and before that in my own company. And what brought me on to HR and into hiring was my experiences hiring people. So if you've got to hire someone or a team or build a team, how do you do it? There are a few quote-unquote traditional channels, right? You can use a job board. And that's what I did, you know, when I tried building teams. I posted an ad on job boards, and, and I got very, very irrelevant candidates. I think that there are good ones and bad ones, but for sales and uh, people in a specific category or account managers, and for other specific tasks, sometimes it's hard to get a qualified candidate come into a job board. And I worked with agencies, you know, so if, if job boards don't work, I reached out to agencies. And agencies, what I found is that typically they'll do a search on LinkedIn based on the parameters um, that you give them. You pay them a lot. They don't necessarily know the people that they speak with and they reach out to. And I felt that for that kind of service, again, only, maybe it's the agencies that I worked with, it wasn't worth the, uh, the effort. And the candidates that I, that I got in typically weren't a good match. So what are you left with, right? As, as terms of source of hire, there are job boards, which are a main source of hire, and that didn't work for me. And agencies, which for some companies are a big source of hire. And there are referrals, right? So employee referral programs are a major source of hire. The problem that I had was that I didn't have, in my last company, any employees. I was charged with building a team in the States for, a, for an international company. And the way that I managed to hire people and I was extremely satisfied with was from referrals from non-employees, from our business partners, you know, in our network, in our category, so they know what a salesperson for, you know, we, we were a, uh, an ad network, a pay-per-click ad network, so when you reach out to them and you tell them, hey, I needed a salesperson for agencies or, for, or an account manager for pay-per-click, they know exactly what you're talking about. So people that are in my industry and uh, you, other people, and I got amazing referrals, and I hired great people that are doing a, uh, an excellent job 
to this day. So out of the frustration of the traditional channels and of, of having to be uh, creative in, in, uh, in other sources of hire came Zao, which is a platform that, you know, what I felt was that, that I was doing a lot of the things manually, right? I, I had to reach out to people that I know and remind them and ask them and, you know, take them out to lunches and, and just engage with them in a way that was very manual. Um, and with all the data in LinkedIn and with all the data in Facebook and with all the automation that's possible, it just didn't make sense to me that this whole process couldn't be automated and made much more efficient. Um, so what Zao is, Zao is the product of that vision. Um, and it's a platform that lets you engage your employees and uh, reach out to your entire business network, not just to your employees, but through your employees and get great referrals into your company and, and hopefully help you hire great people. How does it work then? How does that feel as an employee or as uh, somebody out, outside of the company who would use the system? So, so here's how, let's look at how things are done in the world before Zao and, and the way we do it, right? So in, in the traditional referral world, if you don't have a platform to automate, HR sends out a, a job description and somehow employees are supposed to come up with, um, with a resume. Uh, typically, there's a reward associated with it and that, that applies to, to employees. When you send out job descriptions to your friends, typically there aren't rewards there. They're just helping you because they're your friends. And they also are sort of somehow supposed to come up with a name. And that doesn't make sense, right? Because they all know hundreds of people, but to sit down and to go through all their contacts and to go through the job description and read through that manually is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we do is three core things within Zao. The first thing is we have an automatic matching algorithm. So we'll take all the job descriptions in your company and we'll invite you as an employee or as a friend of, you know, of, a, of an employee or somebody in the business network to connect with Facebook and LinkedIn. And the minute you do that with two clicks, we scan all your friends in a very private way so the company isn't exposed to it. We don't save this data. We just do this on the fly through, uh, as against all the job descriptions in the company. And we highlight to you as an employee or as a friend of an employee who are the top people that you know out of the hundreds of people on Facebook and hundreds of people on LinkedIn that you're connected to, who are the people that are the best match for the job? And then with one click, you can forward the job to them. Wow. So that's the first. Yes, yes. That, that alone is powerful. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And that's, that's the first thing that we do out of three. The second thing that we do is, you know how companies have a referral reward, and typically that is offered only to employees. So we have that too. You know, let's say you put a $1,000 referral reward. If you're an employee of a company and you know someone, great, you get the $1,000. But we also let companies offer that same reward to non-employees. And this can go to former employees, and it can go to business partners or vendors. And we take care of all the payments, so it's no tax headache for the company. But we take that even one step beyond. We take that even to the employees as follows. So if you're an employee, you know someone, you get $1,000, great. But if you don't, and you forward the job on to a friend, that is immediately offered out with an offer for half the reward, for $500 in the case of our example. And what that does is that motivates non-employees with a financial incentive to help find friends. So first of all, I, I totally get the part about matching the needs of my company up with what I have in LinkedIn or Facebook, because often you get asked either by 
clients I know or companies, hey, do you know anybody who's good at this? And you, you sit there and you, you just think, okay, I, who all do I know? And you, you do your best effort, but you're going to forget people. And, and then you get distracted five minutes later and you forget about yes. it. And the flip side, you have a friend or a colleague somewhere in your network that sends you a notice that says, hey, I'm out of a job and looking for my next. And again, as much as you'd like to help them out, you would have to spend a lot of time going through the company's database. So that makes perfect sense that if you're just going to make that a, a much shorter, less painful process, I, I'm in. And then if your company offers a reward for that, that makes sense. But the, the forwarding to a friend. So break that down for us. If I share this with a network buddy of mine and she knows somebody, do we both get half of that reward? Yes, exactly. So what you'll do, remember how I said we do the matching, right? So we'll, let's say your company is looking for you know, a salesperson in Boston. So we'll show you all your friends that are salespeople that are in Boston. If there are any other keywords that are relevant, we'll highlight those people as well. Let's say you want to hire someone from Google or whatever, so we can highlight, highlight those people even more. So we show you as an employee all your friends that are salespeople in Boston. Now, when you forward the job to them, to interest them in the in the position, the way that the the sort of the template email that we send or the template message that we send is not just hey here's a job if you want apply, but it's rather here's a job if you want you can apply, but if you don't and you know someone you will pay you five hundred dollars, and the reason it's five hundred is because that is like you said half the reward so that both you and your friend uh, have an incentive to to forward the job and to recommend someone. And is it telling me, hey, Susie, who is uh, your first tier friend in LinkedIn, has somebody in her first tier that matches up, or am I just sending this to all my friends? No, you're, you're, it's neither. So we're not looking into Susie's profile. Uh, we're only, in, in terms of her friends, we're just looking at what she can do, and you forward it on to her, right? So uh, it's not sending it to all your friends. You selectively choose who you want to share the job with. We just present to you the people that, uh, that might be a good fit for the job, right? So we believe that only good people can refer good people, and we give employees the power to choose who they forward the job on to and who they don't. We don't send it to everyone. Okay. Hmm. Now, have you run into any, let's say, unintended consequences, uh, people trying to game the system or things of that nature? No, not at all. Um, I think that, that people understand that it's a system that you only get paid out if you, and, and we'll talk about the gamification in a bit, which is the third aspect of the platform. Uh, but we do a lot to make people understand that it's only quality that matters and not quantity. And people get it. So the answer is no. People always ask that, but, it, but when you get to real life, people understand that it's their reputation and their real name in there, and they care. So, so they don't try to gain the system, no. Yeah, and I would say that matches up when I've done work with clients related to their employee referral programs, even ones that weren't so tech sophisticated. We never, even over a long period of time, we didn't see people gaming the system to get rewards. The, it, the rewards maybe created some excitement and, and got you past a little bit of inertia maybe, but that this was not an area where the, the rewards got in the way. 
But go ahead and, and tell us about the, the next level, the, the gamification aspect. Yes. Yeah, so we said the, the system sits on three core things. The first is the automatic matching to help you find friends. The third is the, the uh, sharing of rewards with non-employees so that you, you change the question you ask your employees. It's not just who you know, but think of who your friends might know. And the third is gamification. And we think that gamification is really important for engagement uh, in referrals for two reasons. Um, number one is that if you look at the number of hires that a company makes overall in average, it's typically 10 to 15% of the workforce, right, over a year. So if you, um, if you are, are you know, a company with 1,000 employees, you're going to hire 100 or 150 people uh, over the, the course of a year. Now, let's say you're using Zao, and even most of your hires now come from referrals. Great. You're still only making about 100 referral hires a year. What that means is over the course of a year, 9 out of 10 people in your company can't win. No matter what they do, as long as you're acknowledging and rewarding only the hire, then you are putting people in a, into a program where they are likely to be disappointed. And that over time causes disengagement. That's the first flaw of traditional referral programs as they are implemented in most of the companies we work with. The second flaw with uh, referral programs is that there's no feedback. It's you, you, you make a referral. And then a month or two can pass. You don't know if the person that you uh, recommended is, is hired or not, interviewed or not. If they do get hired, typically the bonus is paid out three months or six months or I've heard even a year after the hire. And that long time that passes between the point where you make an action, which is the referral, to when you get the bonus, which has nothing to do typically with whether your referral was a good one or not. Uh, you know, if, if the employee performs or not, uh, if they pass the interview, if they're hired, if they're convinced to join the company, uh, you know, you have little impact on that, right? So too much time passes, and those things are engagement killers. So the fact that you have a low chance of winning and the fact that too much time passes before you get feedback um, are engagement killers. And what we learn from gamification, uh, you know, gamification is, I guess, if, if it's a relatively new buzzword uh, but what it basically means is, is learning from how games engage people and taking that into non-game environments. And there are a few principles that you can learn from the way game manufacturers keep people engaged in games. For example, one of them is, is constant feedback um, and, and implement them in employee referral programs. quick pause from this interview with Ziv Eliraz to tell listeners about a game we're playing to have some fun throughout this series. First, everyone has the chance to win 10% off Zao's fees for one year. To enter for that, go to the LinkedIn group for Game Changer. You'll see a discussion I've started about episode 5 featuring Zao, and at the beginning of that discussion is a link that will give you 10% off Zao's fees for one year. To make it easy, we'll automatically direct you to our LinkedIn group if you go to engagingleader.com forward slash group, or follow the link in our show notes, which you'll find at engagingleader.com forward slash GC5. And our clue for the Game Changer series prize is the letter A, as in alpha. 
There will be other tasks and clues in each of the first 14 episodes in the Game Changer series, as well as an Engaging Leader podcast episode 38 featuring Kevin Werbach. From those 15 clues, if you can be the first person to guess the secret phrase, you will win a $100 gift card from Amazon. And everyone who guesses it correctly will be honored in our Game Changer Genius Board. So two flaws of traditional referral programs, the low percentage of employees that ever receive a referral bonus, and a lack of feedback. How does Zao use gamification to overcome those problems? The first thing we do uh, in order to gamify the employee referral program is we look at the things we want employees to do and we give feedback for them, right? So we, we give points for the various stages in the referral cycle and we split it into six parts. And it's not that hard. I'll walk you through it. Okay. The first is just sharing the job, right? So you want employees to share the job versus not share the job. And we give one point for each person that views a job shared. The second part is we want employees to give us a name, a lead, right? And we give, and this is all configurable, but the default is 20 points for giving a lead, right? So if you sat down and thought about someone that, that might be a good fit for the company, that's worth way more than just sharing the job. Mm-hmm. The third step is getting them to apply. So now you've got a resume in your hand, which means there's, you didn't just give a lead and tell HR, hey, here's a really smart person, you should talk to them, but rather you spoke to that person and you got them to apply. And that's worth 100 points, right? So five times more than just giving a name. The next step is if HR determines that this person is qualified for the job. So the HR now read through their resume and they said, hey, you know, yeah, that person really looks interesting to us. We'd like to speak with them. And you get 400 points for that. And again, this is configurable. The next step is whether that person gets interviewed and passes the interview. And you get 2,000 points for that. And if they're hired, you get 10,000 points. So step number one is, is showing people the value of actions. And then that goes back to gaming the system. You can share the job all you want. If another employee refers one qualified person, that's worth more than 500 shares. Hmm. People who share the job get more points than people who don't because we want to encourage any form of engagement. But if you share the job in a quality way, that's way more important than just sharing it. That's why it's very hard to game the system. So points-wise, that's one element of the feedback that we learn from games um, and we bring into, into the referral program. And, and there's a nice leaderboard, which is also an element that's learned uh, from, from games. And there are achievements. So we give badges for quality referrals and for interviewed uh, friends and for uh, hires. So you get points for sharing, but you get badges and, and you know, sort of there's like a, a green circle with stars on your name on the leaderboard. So everybody in the company uh, can see that. And we also share that with all the employees on a weekly basis. So everybody knows who's pitching in. And who's helping? And the, the company's management, if, if they're good users of our system, they will acknowledge this as a, at a very minimum. And we'll talk about what we can do th- with these points later on. But that is, you know, just acknowledging the fact that, you know, thank you to, to employee X for being uh, on the top of the leaderboard. or Thank you to anyone who brought in um, a qualified lead. Just that will go a very long way. The second element of how we give feedback is the fact that we notify employees as their friends progress through the hiring process. So when a friend applies, employee gets an email. If their friend is qualified, employee gets an email. If the friend passes an interview, 
the employee gets an email. And every time you get that, it's, it's a little thing, right? It turns out that most human resources departments don't keep the employees in the loop just because it's, you know, uh, extra work or I don't know why in terms of, of how it's going. It, it just sort of goes into a black hole. And those little emails increase engagement because the email that we send is, hey, you know, a friend that you referred just got qualified. Why don't you keep sharing or why don't you continue to, to share? And that the fact that somebody sees success and sees that their referral didn't go to vain or didn't go into a black hole but is actually listened to and is actually being appreciated and reviewed causes them to say, okay, this thing works. I'm going to keep doing it. Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah. So that is, that's um, another aspect, you know, of, of feedback. Now, people enjoy getting feedback and they enjoy being acknowledged. Another thing that people enjoy is getting rewards, obviously. And what we recommend to our customers is to not just look at the referral reward as the only thing you pay out. It's much better if you even reduce that reward a bit but increase the number of people that can win by doing one of the following. So one of the things you could do is, is say, okay, for every, you know, for this month, for the month of, of May or April or whatever, um, the top three people in the leaderboard get a dinner for two. So what you have now is a small prize, doesn't cost you much, but it gives an incentive to people that has a, a specific deadline to it that isn't related to a hire. So people now know that the points are worth something, right? It doesn't matter if, 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 a, if a person is hired or not. If I bring in enough quality leads or if I bring in enough people that are interviewed, I'm going to win. And the fact that a reward has a definite deadline uh, or an immediate uh, outcome is important. Another cool thing that, that we have, uh, we've seen our customers do is, you know, get an iPad or an iPad mini or whatever and, or even a TV. So get a, a big screen TV, put it in the lobby, and tell all the employees, the person on top of the leaderboard this month is going to take this home. So in, in those examples, you're resetting the leaderboard each month. So at the start of the month, everybody's back on, on equal footing? Yes. So what we do is all our leaderboards can be, you can either view an all-time leaderboard, which is nice because if you're making an effort over time, you know that those points aren't thrown away. But that can be pretty discouraging to new employees. So what we do is every leaderboard has multiple views. There's an all-time view, there's a current month view, and there's a past month view. And you can also select dates if you want. So you can always make competitions based on the current or previous month or quarter. And that way, you know, everybody gets a fair shot at the beginning of a month, but nobody loses the value that they put into the system over time. Now, does this end up feeling fun to employees or is it primarily the feedback and the rewards that drive the, the success? Yeah, I think it doesn't work without fun, right? So I think that, uh, that if there's, you know, if the TV's out there, it makes people want to get it. And if somebody takes it home, you know, is, is putting it in their car at the end of that month, then other people see it. And it's certainly fun for that person. And, you know, it's certainly a motivator for the other people, you know, or if they go to a trip somewhere you know, a three-day three trip somewhere as, as a prize, that's something they're going to talk about. And that absolutely is a motivator that's fun, yes. Hmm. Now, do you have any data or case studies to share about the kind of difference this is making? Yes. So we have, you know, it's hard to show a graph on a podcast, but we love the graph that we see with our customers is sometimes called a smile graph of engagement. So imagine, you know, here, here's what a bad graph looks like and what a good graph looks like. A, a, a bad graph 
is something where you launch a referral program, and a lot of people know this, and they get some responses, and then it just dies down. Mm-hmm. And they've got to keep relaunching it, right? That's, that's low engagement or declining engagement. A good graph, which is what we see with our customers, and you can see it on, on the computer on our homepage if you go to uh, www.zao.com. You'll see the what we call a smile graph. A smile graph is whenever a company starts using us, there's always a lot of engagement in the in the first week because people sign up and they look at it and they forward jobs, and then sort of the week after because everybody can't log in at the same time, it goes down a little bit. But the nice thing is, as the leaderboard starts kicking in and their feedback starts kicking in, you see continuous improving, ongoing, and increasing engagement, even to the extent that it passes that first peak. And that's, you know, that is what you want. What you want and the benefit of having an automated system is that it just works on its own over time. You don't have to keep feeding it to, um, to enjoy long-term benefits. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, how much does it cost to implement Zao? We've got a very interesting business model. You can start using us for free. It does cost, so it's, it's not a trial, but the way that we charge money is as a, as a percentage of the referral reward. In, in the event that you hire. So if you pay out $1,000, then our, our fees are $300 per hire. So we're, we're sort of, we like that because it incentivizes us to, to have a really good product and our customers like that because they only pay when it works. So for, if you're going to give a $1,000 bonus, then we're, you're going to pay Zao $300. Yes. So in addition to the $1,000, which you need to pay your employee. Right. So let's say... Uh, I typically am spending for, uh, I mean, I guess you can tell me the metrics, but I, the metrics I've seen a lot, let's say for a knowledge worker, you're going to pay about 50 to 100% of their first year's pay in terms of how much it's going to cost to get them there. So it, let's say that's a $70,000 a year person. Instead of spending thirty five dollars to $70,000, this is going to cost you $1,000 plus $300. Yes, very cheap. Absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. What types of rewards are you seeing companies offer? How much are they likely to spend on it? What's the what's the spectrum? Yeah, I think it depends on on how uh, important the position is, how how desperate they are to hire, and uh, on the seniority. Uh, you know, we I think the average is between a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, we've seen developer positions in tech companies go to five thousand and ten thousand dollars in extreme cases, and we've seen you know if if it's um, if it's retail chains it could be as low as fifty dollars. So it, it really depends on on the position. It's a pretty broad spectrum, but I'd say the average is probably like you say for knowledge workers probably between a thousand to maybe twenty five hundred. And are there any other costs that an employer should expect? With Zao, no. Just that 30% above. So decide what your budget is and remember that it costs 30% to use us. So if, you know, if, you've got, uh, if your total budget is, is around, let's say, $2,000, then offer a reward of $1,500, you know, and, and Zao is going to cost you 30% of that. Are there any prerequisites that an organization should meet? For example, do you integrate with only specific applicant tracking systems? No, we're, there's no prerequisites. We, we obviously haven't integrated with all the ATSs in the world. We're, we're working to integrate with, uh, with the leading brands out there in terms of we slice it by market share and by customer need. So we prioritize those applicant tracking systems that have the largest market share. But typically, I mean, we've got a basic, the, the way that it starts out is you can integrate with, um, with any ATS. You can just redirect people to apply there with no technical integration at all. 
And there are additional features that get enabled uh, once we have a full integration with an applicant tracking system. So if we have a certain applicant tracking system, you'll go ahead and integrate with that at no extra cost? Yes, typically, unless it's a really, really unknown one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because we, we then have the benefit of, of enjoying that for other customers. So, yeah, we, we up until now, we, we've never charged for an integration with an applicant tracking system. Hmm. And how long does an implementation typically take? If it's with an applicant tracking system that we support, or if you're a small company and you don't need the integration with the ATS, you can be up and running literally in 20 to 30 minutes. You need to get the jobs into the system. Um, you know, and each one takes a couple of minutes to get in. Uh, and then you just invite your employees. And that's it. How, how do you compare with other solutions available in the marketplace? For referrals, that's sort of kind of been, oddly, by the way, because the, the, it's such an important source of hire, it's been very neglected. Applicant tracking systems really have focused on being sort of like advanced filing cabinets of getting candidates in and doing, you know, things with them. But they're not really a sourcing tool in terms of engaging your employees. So a lot of applicant tracking systems will say they have social, but what they'll basically do is put a, a share on Facebook button mm -hmm. on their job page. And that doesn't work, right? So that's, that I would say it, you know, is, is something that you know, if your applicant tracking system says they have social recruiting, but it's, it's typically this feature is free in ATSs, and that's what it's worth. Right, so we're we're focused on that channel, um, and we work alongside your ATS. Have you seen other competitors that are taking a, a game-based approach and and even having that deep integration with LinkedIn and and Facebook? We haven't seen anything as comprehensive as ours. We we've seen some people offer points uh, in a basic leaderboard. Nothing nothing as comprehensive as as a solution as ours. We've been doing this for what is in gamification terms. Almost since the beginning of gamification. So, uh, you know, as, as a term, as, as a buzzword, obviously gamification has been before, not called that. But uh, the integration with social, the gamification, the idea to put these together um, is, is fairly new. And, and we've been, even though we're a young company, pretty early on that. Zeev, how can someone find out more or take the next step with Zao? It's really very easy. Just go to uh, www.zao.com. That's Z-A-O.com. Um, and you can either ask for a demo there or just get started uh, using the system. Uh, we also have a resources tab uh, with a lot of great content about gamification, the tips for referral programs. We actually have an entire webinar just dedicated to gamification. Zeev Eliraz is the CEO of Zao a provider of gamification-based employee referral programs. Steve, thanks for joining us on Game Changer. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks a lot. We'll provide contact information for Zao, which is spelled Z-A-O, and the link to the webinar recording that Zeev mentioned in our show notes, which you can find at engagingleader.com forward slash GC5, as in Game Changer Episode 5. That wraps up today's show, Game Changers. Don't miss our next episode when we'll feature Chuck Coonrad, who has been called the grandfather of gamification. He is the author of the book, The Game of Work, first published in 1984 and frequently updated since then. We'll be talking to Chuck about five game-based principles that unlock keys to employee engagement and energy. Don't miss it. If you enjoy this series, be sure to check out the weekly leadership podcast, Engaging Leader, where my guests and I share more ways to communicate, engage, 
and lead with greater impact. Until next time, remember, life is short, so keep it fun. You can find both Game Changer and Engaging Leader podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website at engagingleader.com. To stay up on the latest news and trends in internal gamification, join the Game Changer group on LinkedIn. We'll automatically direct you to our LinkedIn group when you go to engagingleader.com group. Subscribe to our e-digest at engagingleader.com newsletter. When you do, we'll send you a free copy of Jesse's ebook, Eight Communication Tools for Leaders. You can also follow Jesse on Twitter, at Jesse Leahy, and like us at facebook.com slash engagingleader. Game Changer is a production of Aspendale Communications, a consulting firm that helps mid-sized and large employers attract top talent, engage employees, and deliver superior business results. Find out more at aspendalecommunications.com. Our thanks to Joe Sherwood, our producer, Tom Hitchcock, our programming director, James Marler, our sound engineer, Cliff Ravenscraft, our podcasting advisor, Dustin Hartzler, our website engineer, J.J. Leahy, our video and web intern, and Peter McIsaac, who composed our theme music. 